I am Araceli, a wealth advisor, real estate investor in the United States and Canada, and creator of Wealthy Women in Real Estate. Every week, I meet with Colette, a real estate broker and a real estate investor in Canada. We come together to talk about all things real estate investing and how to increase your wealth. Join us. Welcome, everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and U.S. and Canada real estate investor. And I'm in my weekly chat with Colette. Um, so Colette, can you introduce yourself and tell us what we're talking about today? Yes, of course. Hi, everybody. My name is Colette Rava. I am a real estate broker in the GTA. I happen to be in my beautiful Prince Edward County uh, investment home right now, but uh, that's a whole other story. Um, Araceli and I, as you know, we like to do the show because we like to talk about real estate, finances, and income properties especially. And today, if you're interested in either buying a condo or investing in a condo to rent, there are something, some things you have to know. Condo fees are all different and this will make a big difference when it comes to uh, the bottom line if you're gonna rent it. So today we're talking about uh, condo maintenance fees and how we uh, can read a MLS listing and understand it a little bit better. So I have a couple examples. Yeah. Um, I'm going to share my screen with you, with everybody. So Paula, before you share your screen, sure. what I wanted to say to a lot of people is that uh, when people go and buy a condo, is because it's more affordable than a house. However, every month there is other expenses that you will not have in a regular house or just a detached house that might add to your bottom line and cash flow is very very important so think about these things before you decide to go and see or get a condo because sometimes i've seen it in some cases that you get 800 dollars a month for condo fees and that is quite a lot of money the reason that you went to get a, a condo is because it's cheaper to get a mortgage, the mortgage payment's smaller. But if you add the $800, um, then it, it adds quite a lot. So, right. So, go back to, I'm getting back to you, just you can show us the examples. Sure. So you can take a look at what you really need to look for. Sure. And the other thing, too, what I just want to add to that, too, because uh, when it comes to, can you see my screen? Is that okay? Yep. So when it comes to condo fees, and, and especially when you're uh, just buying it for yourself too, you know, even though you think that the word cheaper is not really a word I would use, but it's what you qualify for as a mortgage. So when you go to your mortgage broker or your lender, they will ask, let me see the at, let me see the MLS listing because we actually want to see uh, what's included in the maintenance fees because you don't have to just cover that net you also have to cover um, the maintenance fees and they might not give you the mortgage if it's a condo and you need to um, qualify for your monthly fees plus the monthly uh, condo fees too so that's all going to be lumped together so don't be surprised if uh, uh, you send them the mls and they say oh the maintenance fees are too high you can't qualify for that so then you have to go back and look for another condo. So, uh, and as far as I know, every condo is different because of when it was built. How, so here, these are the things that make the difference. The size is often the factor. So 
uh, when they build the condo, they discuss how much per square foot condo fee is going to be. So everybody, even your neighbor, if they have a little bit of a lesser square foot, their condo fees should be less. Um, so the size of the condo, the amenities, and when I say size of the condo, it's also you're paying maintenance on the balconies or the, the terraces. So they can really, if you have this huge terrace, guess what? Your maintenance fees are going to be crazy. So uh, also the amenities. So is there a pool? Pools are notoriously expensive to run and to pay the hydro on and things like that. So uh, if you want a lower maintenance fee, look for a place that has no pool. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, there are lots of other things like the snow shoveling in the winter, the landscaping in the in the summer months or in the other months that we don't have snow. Um, other general uh, maintenance, like your cleaning of the hallways and the, and the elevators, things like that. And then you have, and honestly, I tell everybody, when you buy a condo, join the board, go to the meetings, listen to what people are saying, and know what kind of condo fees are coming up. Um, yeah, there's anticipated fees and there's non-anticipated fees, and we'll talk about that in a minute. So here's a prime example. So if you've never looked at an MLS listing before, this is from Toronto Real Estate Board, and that's the board I belong to. So we sell all of GTA. Just really quickly, so the things that most people will look at is the square footage of the condo. So here we, and I tried to get examples that are all around the same size. These are all in Mississauga too. So I took all these, these are currently for sale. If anything piques your interest, <laughs> you can call me, let me know. So roughly this one says it's between 500 and 600 square feet. And that's the average. And we all have to just fill in that spot as a realtor to know approximate square footage. We can't guarantee it's going to be exactly 600 yeah. feet. So, um, so that's something on the left, if you can see that there, if I can do my cursor, you can see yeah. that. So now this is what we really want to talk about right here. So this is the maintenance is 463 a month. There is central air conditioning, but this is what's included and not included in this. So you can see the taxes are not included. That's an added expense. The heat is included, water is included, hydro is included, central air conditioning is included, parking is included. How many spots do I have? One. So see how see how all that uh, how all that works out. Cable usually is never included because people just don't have cable anymore, so they've taken that out. Uh, most of the time, if you look at all the listings, water is usually something that's included because it's in the whole building. Hydro is going to be different because either you have your own furnace in your property or you yeah. have to, or it's centralized. So yeah, I'm actually surprised that this one is included. I don't know how it is. It's maybe an older building, but usually hydro now, even in condos, it would be separate. You would have to pay for it. Absolutely. So that's why we want to do this show. So we can show you the difference. And this is Peel. So the similarities here in the three examples that I have, it's all Mississauga Peel and they're all around 500, 600 square feet. So you have an idea. And, and this is not even including bedrooms. We're not even talking about that. But the first one is a one bedroom condo. This one is also a one bedroom, but look at the difference. It says, it's smaller, so it's probably about 500 square feet, which is quite small. It's also a one bedroom, but the maintenance fee is 272. So that's a big difference. 
Water is not included, hydro is not included, air conditioning not included, because this all has to do with extra heat not included. So you have your own furnace and you have to pay for it separate. Oh, okay, parking is included. So you have one spot. But see how difference, see the difference? So, uh, and then let's look at the third one. So this one again, 500 to 600, 446. Oh, sorry, did I go back? No, this was, um, so this one is similar to the first one, but water is not included, hydro not included, air conditioning not included, parking, yeah, there's one spot. So as you can see how different it is, how much is that difference going to make in your monthly payment? Is it gonna be $200 difference? What is it? Well, it depends. If, for a smaller unit, it's not gonna be as much, but it's still, it adds up. And this maintenance fee is quite high, it's 446 if it right. doesn't have anything else included. Exactly, so what's included? Why is it that high? So all these questions, and exactly what you said before, newer buildings, they just have, this is your four walls, you're responsible for everything else. Older buildings, and that's the thing too, older buildings, what I find when I look for condos, older buildings are bigger. Yep. The price is less, but the condo fees are higher because the older the building is, the higher the maintenance fees because it's wear and tear and they need yep. more money to hold back for bigger things. Like the windows have to be replaced after how many years? Uh, the roof probably has to be replaced after how many years? The other thing too, that I can't stress this enough, um, I'm just gonna go back to share screen so I can show you what to look for. Uh, so um, let me see where I have it because there is something called uh, no I can't sorry I, might, I must have cut it off um, there is something called uh, when you sorry I'm just going to stop share again I can't do too many things at once <laughs> um, when you get your status report when you make an offer on a property you get something called the status report and your offer should be contingent on you being able to look at the status report, send it to a lawyer, let them look it over so they understand what kind of fee structure you're expected to pay. Because guess what? Older buildings, when it's time to do the windows or when it's time to do something bigger, they don't just tack it on to the regular maintenance fees. There's an extra fee and it could only be for maybe six months or for a year, depending on what the project is. Or let's say they wanna resurface the driveway. That's all a special fee that is not included in the maintenance fees. So if you buy and that's coming down the pipe, you might have an extra 300, 400, 500, whatever the amount is for the next six months on top of your regular maintenance fee. So that status report is very, very important to know that and also how much money is left in the coffers because let's say something does happen, there's an accident or, uh, you know, they, they have a special, you know, some, some kind of problem that they didn't foresee, who's gonna pay for it? You. Absolutely. Why? And that's why I, I'm not very fond of condos, but they, they do have their merit. However, sure. you have to be very, very careful because those, 
little details could really add up to your bottom line. And remember, the reason that you are looking at a condo, the majority of people is because they want something that is more affordable. But on the other hand, if it's going to cost you a lot more and you get a surprise bill in the mail for 300 bucks and now your condo fees are going up. And uh, for newer condos, it's not so bad. They usually start at certain number of dollars per square footage but it's when it keeps going and sometimes you don't know how much they're gonna increase it i actually had um, a client of mine that she had to sell her condo because the condo fees went from a hundred dollars to five hundred dollars without notice so that, that is something. that troubles me I don't understand why they would do that or if that was even allowed because usually condo fees go up between one and 2% a year and that's it. And it changes every year. Yeah. So when you think of it for an investment too, so you think, okay, I'm going to invest in this property and there are, again, you know, it's too hard to tell you which ones, but there are some condos that you can't even get financing on because the mortgage companies flag those buildings and they say no 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 we know there's something coming down the pipe that is not good there are really big issues either with the city or with structure or things like that that a mortgage company or a lender won't touch so these are things before you make an offer on a building well obviously first get an agent that knows what they're doing and they can do that due diligence before sure. you even make an offer and then once you make an offer make sure you are kept safe you have those clauses in there. I don't care what kind of market it is, if it's a hot, crazy market, protect yourself. There is high-tech plumbing that could be a problem. There are leaks in the windows that could be a problem. There is past history of, of bed bugs, things like that. You are in a communal space, whether you like it or not, a condo is still a huge investment, no matter what the price, because you have neighbors very, very close to you. So how, what kind of, um, uh, what kind of people are buying? Are they all investors and the building is empty? All these questions you have to ask, you have to know. Realtors should be able to help you answer all those questions before you make an offer. Absolutely. So this is uh, something that you just don't want to go at it alone. There's too many little things and details that you want your realtor to help you with. And that's what they're there for, to keep yeah. you safe. Well, and even, and the funny thing too is I've had a lot of clients that are looking for townhouses and townhouses are this funny gray area where some mm -hmm. are freehold and some are condo townhouses. So you have that extra maintenance fee and how do you justify the price? What's the difference? What am I getting? I have my condo. What's included? Are you going to replace my windows? Uh, what if I want to paint my door? Is that part of the condo fee? all these things really make a difference so really do your research and um yeah and also the not only what it's included but also what you are allowed to do like you said if you want to paint the door you may have to do it on certain colors because right. it has to be you know matching whatever the color scheme is the same with the outside you know what are you how far can you go to do planting something or doing a change uh in some of the backyards sometimes they're fenced 
but sometimes they don't allow you to do that. So if you have pets or younger kids that you want to leave in the backyard, you don't want to leave them exposed to it. So the, all of those things, and they won't, you know, some people think, oh, well, I'm going to close it up, but you're not allowed to do that. So right. all of those little things as well. Also, if you are looking at doing an Airbnb, some kind of corporations that won't allow you to rent the unit. It has to be only owner occupied. So all of okay. these things you have to deal with, and it's just a matter of planning. I use planning to stay there for a long, longer time. And if you know that you're not going to maybe just, you know, an interim for another property. So there's many things to think about, but I think the condo fees sometimes are a little bit tricky to understand. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's exactly why we just want to put that out there to say, like, when you're reading a listing, really understand what you're buying and what you're getting for that money. Because some condo fees, I don't, I can't justify it. It doesn't make any sense to me. So that's the condo board. It depends on who's running the condo board. It depends on when the condo board is formed. A lot of new builds, they don't even have the condo form, uh, the condo, um, um, the condo board formed. Board, right? yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know if the board is the right word, but yeah, it's the condo board. To, to even have the, the maintenance fees figured out yet. They give you a good idea on how much a square foot you could pay, you're going to pay, but that could change until it's formed. And then the other thing too is like, the, the owner should be running as the elected officials in that condo board. So you can run for president or treasurer and just keep informed of what's happening in your condo, in your building. So um, it's, it sounds daunting, but it really isn't once you get in, once you've made that decision of, of to, uh, if you want to buy. Uh, but just always be aware, always be, you know, there's, there's no room for the, um, I don't know, I didn't know. Yeah, and then when you're already there and then you turn around and you want to do something and you're allowed to do it, it might not work with your lifestyle or simply it might be costly and, just, yeah, it's just a nuisance, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not a huge fan of condos either, but I get it. I mean, I I wouldn't mind living in a condo myself if that was my lifestyle. So exactly what you said. Uh, really, you have to look at your lifestyle. If a condo lifestyle suits for you, I don't want to mow a lawn anymore, for example. <laughs> you know, that's something that I'd really be okay with paying the maintenance fee for someone else, even in a townhouse, for someone else to do the lawn and to mow the or sorry to to shovel the shovel the lovely snow that we have in the winter especially after last winter <laughs> so all these things make a difference so hopefully uh you've learned something from our little episode today and if you do have questions you know where to go just please comment uh send us a message and let us know if there's anything else that we you want to know about condos specifically or or any other property right absolutely yay Thank you, Colette, and we'll see you at the next one. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.